say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. So, over the weekend, I watched the new Disney Plus miniseries, WandaVision, and I have a few thoughts. So I'm going to break it down. This is not going to be a normal review summary like I do. It's just because it's, uh, it's kind of complicated. But uh, let's break it down. Let's see if we could uh, actually kind of make sense of the show. Because I really liked it. Welcome to the newest episode of SDW. Super Dario World! So, like I said, I'm not going to be able to do the traditional, normal thing that I used to do with uh, other TV shows that I really liked. Because, uh, to be honest, there's there's a, there's not a lot happening story-wise here, and it's not a bad thing. The show's slow burn, but, but before I get into it, let me just give you a quick reminder that any comments, questions, or suggestions, you can find me at Dario the Show on Instagram and at Super Dario World. I'm also streaming on YouTube and on Twitch at Super Dario World. Uh, like, subscribe there, really helps out. If you want to check out this video later for the visuals, you can find it on YouTube at Super Dario World. So, uh, let's get into it. The TV show is called WandaVision, and it stars the the Scarlet Witch, the character from the MCU, the Scarlet Witch, and uh, and Vision, uh, played by Paul Bettany and Mary Elizabeth Olsen, respectively. Well, no, not respectively, I said I'm backwards. Anyway, so... Uh, the show, it's really hard to understand what the hell's going on. It's very weird and it's very confusing, but that's not a bad thing. If you if you want like a 30-second review, here it goes. The show's a slow burn, but it's burning somewhere. It's building up to something and it seems pretty interesting. Also, if you're into like old, old school sitcoms, it's pretty funny. It's well written, it's well acted, it's fun, it's enjoyable. I recommend it, I enjoyed it. And if you're into Marvel and all that stuff, I recommend it even more because this is going to build somewhere. It's been confirmed by the heads of Marvel, the heads of Disney, by everybody in charge of the MCU that's confirmed. This show is a must-watch in order for you to watch the next movie in the MCU, which I believe is going to be Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. So it's going to have direct tie-ins into the MCU. It's no longer just, you know, spin-off TV shows that don't really have anything to do with uh, with the movies, for example, there was Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., there was Peggy Carter, who worked around the MCU. They weren't actually directly involved. These shows will be directly involved, and it's a miniseries, meaning that it's going to be a full, uh, it's going to be a complete story. It's going to have a beginning and it's going to end. That doesn't mean that there's not going to be something afterwards. It just means that this was designed to be like, instead of a, of a two-hour movie, it's going to be a six- piece 20 episode thing maybe eight maybe eight episodes i don't know but it's designed to end so like i said this is important if you want to continue with the mcu moving forward at least that's what they said could be wrong anyway doesn't matter so let's let's get into this whole thing here so because i can actually break these both of these episodes down pretty quickly because the story doesn't really have to do much with anything so basically first episode is an homage 
to uh, the TV show I Love... Uh, well, wait, before I get into that, before I get into that episode, uh, let's just remember what happened. Where's the last time we saw Vision? So, like I said, the main characters in this particular show are Wanda, a.k.a. the Scarlet Witch, and Vision, uh, a.k.a. Vision. Anyway, so last time we saw Vision was he was getting killed by Thanos. And before that, I believe he was getting killed by Scarlet Witch. So, point is, last time we saw this dude, he was dead. However, um, there is a little bit of a fuck-up here in the MCU. And I talked about it, I believe, last time I talked about this show. Um, as, I, as I talked about the trailer or something. Or I believe it was Loki. I don't know. There's a big, and I mean massive, paradox in the MCU. Meaning uh, that because of time travel things get fucked up. So, for example, uh, Vision got killed in 2010. Let's say 2000... I don't even remember when Infinity War came out. Let's say 2015. So, let's say Vision get ki- got killed in 2015 by 2015 ta- Thanos. Then, uh, a few years later in Endgame, they travel back in time and they bring back tw- 2005 Thanos to 2020. Let's just say that. So, 2015, Vision gets killed by 2015 Thanos. In 2020... The 2020 heroes go back to 2005, and they bring and they accidentally bring back 2005 Thanos, and then they kill 2005 Thanos in 2020, which means that the Thanos that in 2005 is dead. So if he's dead in 2005, he can't kill Vision in 2015. So that's the paradox: is Vision still alive or is he not? It's a paradox. It's confusing. I'm not exactly sure how they're going to handle this. I thought that they were going to handle it with the TV show Loki, and that's why I thought that was that one was going to come out first. Apparently not. Apparently they're handling it here with with uh, with WandaVision, and it's very confusing. Point is, there's one thing that we need to understand that's very important. Very important. Doesn't matter when's the last time we saw Vision. Doesn't matter when's the last time we saw anything. Here is the key, and this is the most important part of this show. In the credits, in the opening credits, when you're they're introducing the show, they present the characters starring Wanda Maximoff and Vision. So, this is the most important thing because I need you to understand. This is a TV show about a TV show. Meaning it's not it's not Mary it's it's, it's not starring Mary Elizabeth Winstead there. It's starring Wanda Maximoff, the character, the Scarlet Witch. So, it's very important for you to understand that because moving forward, uh, things get a little bit weird. So, you need to understand we're watching a TV show inside of a TV show. Why? It's still not exactly clear. But uh, let's move on. So the first episode is an homage to I Love Lucy. And uh, basically, it's the classic trope of the, the husband's, uh, the husband's uh, boss and wife coming to dinner. And so they want to impress them. It's actually pretty fun. It's well written. Um, it's, it's written in that old-timey st- style of sitcom that's actually pretty good. Very enjoyable. I liked it. Like I said, performances are great. Seeing Kitty... Back, Big Kitty from that 70s show back here was great. She's probably the best actress on the show. I'm not kidding. She she did a whole laugh-crying thing that's hysterical. Anyway, well, I, well actually, it, it was disturbingly hysterical. Anyway, so the, the the acting was great. The writing was great. I really enjoyed it. Um, Mary, Dude, Mary Elizabeth Winstead is underused in the MCU. Like, I'm not Winstead. I'm, I'm confusing her. Like, Elizabeth Olsen. Olsen. The, the, uh, the Olsen sister. She's underused in the MCU. The character is underused. The Scarlet Witch is underused in the MCU. And uh, this show, like, just broadcasts. It just puts it out that puts that out on blast. That they have not been using the Scarlet Witch enough or properly. And they've not been using her as an actress enough or properly. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, the sec- uh, th- there's a one bizarre moment at the end where the boss starts choking. And this is the first time, and 
only time, well, this, this, this event is the only time where the camera actually does a close-up on the characters. The rest of the show, the the camera's far away. It's a normal sitcom camera. It's an open it's an open shot. This is the first close up that we get, and uh, here's where we learn that the one that the one person that has control in this world is specifically Wanda, because everybody's looking at this guy choke. Maybe he was asking too many questions. I don't know, but uh, he, everybody's looking at the guy choke. The wife is cry is laughing and crying at the same time, saying like, <laughs> "Stop it." Stop it. And she's she's telling Wanda specifically. Vision's looking at Wanda's like, what do I do? And then until Wanda says stop it or help him, that's when Vision acts. So the person that has control in this world is or or has a say in this world is specifically Wanda. Why? We don't know. I mean, you can speculate. By the way, I'm not going to go too deep into speculation and I'm not going to go into all the Easter eggs because there's a lot of Easter eggs. And I mean a ton of Easter eggs. There's a House of M Easter egg that's actually pretty... Pretty interesting in there and very, very deep, but doesn't really matter. But uh, yeah, I'm not going to go into all that stuff. I'm going to try to understand what the hell is happening on in this show with only the things that the show is giving us because I feel that's way more fun instead of just me bringing, bombarding with other X-Men knowledge or Avengers knowledge. I feel like let's understand what we got on screen. Anyway, so um, it, the speculation is that, I mean, Wanda's just that powerful, but we'll, we'll, but we'll get into that a little bit further. Um, the second episode, oh, at the end of the episode, we see, like, the, the camera pulls out, and we see kind of, like, somebody watching a pilot of a TV show, and you can see, like, all this equipment, it's all this fun equipment for broadcasting a TV show, and this right here in the corner is very important. You see a logo of a sword, right? It's like a circle and a sword. Now, that is somewhat relevant in Marvel, but I won't get into it, I'll just call it sword for now. <laughs> well... That's actually their name, in the, and, and, and you can see this, uh, this notepad here also has the sword. But let's just say, let's call him Sword, because canon, it's called Sword. So uh, what is it? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't, you don't know. Nobody knows what the hell Sword is, but we're going to call it Sword for now. Anyway, moving on. Uh, we got episode two. This one is an homage to, uh, what is it, Bewitched. And here you can see completely, completely different style. So... It's still in black and white and everything, but now you can see cameras are closing up. Uh, it's a full set and everything. Uh, the comedy's a little bit different, but still very well made. It's a great homage. Both of these episodes were great homages to what they were trying to do. I really enjoyed them. Um, it, it really does give you like a like a big nostalgia feel. In this episode, uh, Wanda and Vision they're getting ready for a for a talent show for the neighborhood where they want to impress their neighbors. And uh, Vision, let's just say, has something that messes up his gears. Well, has some gum in his in his gears, and it appears like he's drunk. So the the show ends up being a little, being a little bit kookier than usual. Hijinks, shenanigans all around, but it uh, ends up being a big success. Success, anyway. So that's that that ends up being episode two. Episode two has a lot more moments. Like I said, this show's a very slow burn. First episode, there's only really one one thing that happens. Episode two, there's more. They're starting to be, you're starting to see the cracks in the armor, the cracks in this reality or whatever it is. Oh, first off, I need to mention this. For the children. They keep mentioning for the children, and it's a cult-like thing, for the children, for the children, for the children. There are no children in this episode. Does this mean it'll go build to something or whatever? Maybe. Is this relevant in Marvel terms or Disney terms or whatever? Maybe. The point is, I found it weird, and so I, I, I wanted to point it out right now in case it, it actually becomes something. Moving on. 
Uh, so there's also uh, a moment where Wanda finds a colored hel- helicopter. This is the first thing I believe we see in color in the show. And look at here, this nice little logo. It has a sword. Next, uh, there's a, a message coming in from like a radio. Uh, and it's like like some something's disturbing the radio. And somebody's asking like, Wanda, who's doing this to you? Or like something like that. Wanda, who's doing this to you? Who that person is, honestly, I have no idea. So I'd just be speculating. So I'm not going to speculate. But there's somebody who knows Wanda who's trying to reach out to her and understand what the hell's going on. And that's when another character gets cut and her, you can see the blood and call red. And then there's a moment at the end where Wanda turns out that she's pregnant. Uh, she wasn't pregnant the whole episode, but she's pregnant at the end. And they hear some noise outside and out of, out of no, I actually like, what do you call that? Like, where do the Ninja Turtles live? The drainage, not the drainage, out of a sewer. I don't know. And out of the sewer comes a dude in a, like a bee, like a, like a bug suit or like a bee suit. And uh, again, in his back, we have a sword logo. So again, we're starting to see a lot of things happen. And as the guy turns to look at Wanda and Vision, Wanda says, no. The moment Wanda says no, everything starts going backwards in time to the moment where she, you know, tells Vision that she's pregnant. And then the world starts turning into color. So instead of them going outside, the world starts turning into color. So clearly there's a change and pretty much that's how that episode ends. So a lot of things happen here, but here is another clear message of what's happening. Well, we have another... piece of evidence that the one that has control in this world is Wanda. And we also have evidence that her powers are getting stronger. And I mean, way, way stronger. I mean, right there, right then here with the no, we saw her not only change reality, but she turned back time. So far in the MCU, the only characters that we'd seen turn back time is characters who had the time stone, meaning uh, Doctor Strange and Thanos. Both of them had the Time Stone, an Infinity Stone. And here, Wanda did it just by herself. And it doesn't really look like she's trying that hard. And not only did she turn back time, later she, again, she changed reality. So she's becoming way more powerful. And so, clearly, she's, uh, wherever she's in or wherever she's been, she's, uh, she's gotten way more, she's gotten way more OP. Unfortunately, it's not clear whether or not this is a prisoner of her own making or if somebody's keeping her there, we, we don't understand. We don't understand if she put herself there. We don't understand what's happening. Wanda is a kooky character. Wanda is, for all intents and purposes, insane. She's a crazy person. And I, and I don't mean that in, in a bad way. I mean, that's, that's her character. She's always been like a little bit eh, wrong. And it, it comes from her powers and family and stuff like that. So that's something that I felt, I felt that's been underused in the MCU. Hopefully, they're kind of starting to use it here. Um, and I, a part of me is like, I would like her to be a little bit wilder, but at the same time, it's like, dude, if you're crazy, you don't know that you're crazy. So things may appear to be normal to you. So it makes sense that if this is all in her head or her own reality, she's trying to be as normal as possible. So that's, that's kind of it. It, Like I said, I could speculate a lot and I mean a lot, but unfortunately we don't have enough information. We have a lot of tidbits. We have a lot of Easter eggs. Uh, and clearly the most important thing, this is building to something. And I am liking it. For I, I like it just as the homage. It's enjoyable. It's fun. It's a, honestly, I would watch that sitcom. Just because I, I miss the old I Love Lucy shows. I miss the old Bewitched shows. It was well written. It was funny. It was enjoyable. It was hijinks galore. I love a good hijinks. Add the fact that this is building to something in the MCU. It makes it 100 times more interesting. 
And I'm happy that they're finally using my girl, the Scarlet Witch, because I've mentioned this many times before. She's my favorite character in, in, she's my favorite female character in Marvel. So her getting used a little bit better. Um, this clear break in reality is awesome. I, I, it depends. Honestly, it all depends on how you leave them. It all depends on where this leads to, because if it leads to something stupid, I'll probably be upset. But uh, I'm, I, I have hopes, because the setup's good. It's very, it's very well made. The show is very well made. And so I think this is kind of how I'm going to keep breaking this down. Like, I'm not going to go as deep as in other shows when I actually have to break down everything that happened in the episode um, bit by bit. Because I think, I, like I said, most of the story doesn't really have to do with anything, or I don't think it's going to have to do with anything. So I'm just going to mention, like, a few tidbits here that are important. And the big, the big moments that you're like, okay, I think this is going to be relevant in the MCU somehow. So... Hopefully enjoy that. And by the way, I'm not going to do like a good, the bad, and I don't know, the, the Scarlet Witch because uh, where I do a fun fact because I think the fun facts could actually be a spoiler for stuff. Like I could go very easily. Like right now I could be like, what is sword? I think that could be a spoiler if I tell you what sword is. If I, I could tell like, oh, this is House of M. That could be kind of a spoiler too. So I don't, I want to avoid that just because I, I, I'm pretty sure it's not going to go beat by beat exactly into a particular story, but it could be close enough that it could spoil something else. So I'm just going to avoid that. Also, it's less work for me. So that's how I'm going to do it. And uh, hopefully you enjoy that. Overall, I recommend the show. I liked it. It's fun. It's enjoyable. Highly recommend it. Fun, well-acted, well-made, funny. I'm very much looking forward to seeing Kitty from That 70s Show more in the the episode because I love her as an actress. She's great. She's highly, very, very talented, very funny. So we'll, we'll see We'll see where, these, where this keeps going. It comes out every Friday. So again, the first episode of the week, I'll probably just do a quick breakdown of the show. So hopefully enjoy that. And uh, that's it. I believe that's it for today. So as always, any comments, questions, or suggestions, you can find me at Dire Show on Instagram and at Super Dire World. Streaming on YouTube and on Twitch at Super Dire World. Uh, if you want to see this video, you can find it on YouTube. It loads itself up in a few hours. Or if not, by tomorrow morning, it should be up there at Super Dire World. As always, thank you for listening, and I'll see you again next time. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.